Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael and Lucy Freeman and Uncle Newbie. Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. Well, poor Amy has finally thrown in the towel and said to her dad, either you come and get Alice or I'm getting her membership of the Wine Society and having done. (laughs) He went up and brought her and all her stuff back from Nottingham which wasn't easy on the back of a motorbike. Duvets <laughs> flapping everywhere, Alice swigging from a bottle of Glenfiddich and forgetting <laughs> to lean into the curve. Took ages. Anyway, she's back now and still furious and it's going to take ages to get rid of her helmet hair. So she took it out on Rory, who told Hel- Hedda Gargler that he was really, really well, actually. Everything was going brilliantly, even his food. And she said, oh, that's terrific for you, piss off. Ben seems to have inherited his parents' total lack of empathy despite his mother's praise. Rory was pouring his heart out about the vile things Alice said and Ben said, probably didn't mean it, probably didn't know, probably didn't know, probably didn't know, (laughs) then shouted at Rory, just open it, when he was dithering over his exams. That's what happens when you bellow at your children like cattle for their formative years. Alice, the morning after, began Will Grundy's well-trodden circuit of the village apologising to people. Jenny Darling had given her a thick ear, which I cheered at, uncharitably, so she was feeling bad too. I'm amazed Alice can remember all the things she said when she's drunk. If I have more than half a lager, the whole evening's a blank. (laughs) Jenny Darling was also very sad that she'd missed Rory's results day. I can remember all of the children's results days, she said. Adam ripping open the envelope and sobbing uncontrollably, even though he'd got the wrong envelope and it was the gas bill. Debbie getting 18 grade A A-levels and a plane ticket for anywhere but Ambridge. Alice getting three odd bins vouchers. And Kate's results just being a picture of a flower. Oh, seminal moments. Meanwhile, over at the church, Alan was still blithely unconcerned that one of his parishioners was having a breakdown and his daughter wanted to kill him. Ha, 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 he went, as he didn't question for a second why quite so many of his congregation wanted to either drown him or throw wet sponges at him. I've got a good idea. Apparently, Audrey Fisher et al. have organised a silent protest about the Scarecrow competition and have said they're going to ask the District Council to withdraw their licence. It is amazing, admin in Ambridge. You don't need a licence to run a limo service, but apparently it is essential that you have one for a Scarecrow competition. (laughs) Alan and Linda both simultaneously remembered that Alan was married, and better still, to a solicitor. Usher's favourite line is, well, that's not, my, that's not really my field, which she uses to explain why, despite being the only solicitor in the village, she never deals with any local disputes, and that she actually got a B-tech in surveying level two, and she's not a solicitor at all. But weirdly, on this occasion, when she actually could have legitimately said, ah, yes, scarecrow law, not really my thing, I'm afraid. She said, yep, I'll have a stab at that. 
This was all bravado, obviously, and she went rushing off to ring a real solicitor to find out about the vagaries of scarecrow law. <laughs> Lillian is worried that Linda's fate appearance is going to go down like a leaky lilo. Going down like Jolene on Valentine's Day, surely. Yeah. So... It's a proper celebrity now. Oh, I do not care if it's Beyonce bloody Knowles. All the coyness is driving me mad. <laughs> Did anyone else notice there was a tennis club and a river oh, yes. with boat trips? <laughs> My God, what else has been going on while we've not been looking? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could knock up a tennis club during lockdown, but a whole functioning waterway for day trippers is really quite something. It's not really a tennis club anyway, I investigated it. It's just gay grables with a bit of string across the car park and Krusty in a visor saying, Oh, be back! Every time she has to bend down and pick up a ball. <laughs> in a positively startling up-to-date modern twist on the fate, Harrismont and Fallon have made their scarecrows represent John Travolta and Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Bravo, it was only out in 1994. Brilliant. Mind you, they had to keep up with Joy. She's doing the crankies and that's cutting edge. <laughs> but the most startling and horrifying news of the week not Alice's flit, leaving only, as you do, a scarecrow representation of herself propped up against the outside of the pub, wearing an oasis slip dress surrounded by empty bottles of Cloudy Bay. I've... <laughs> Sorry, I've got the wrong accent. I've seen her in that dress, said Harrisman to Linda. That was what she was wearing when she put her hand down. Never mind. Not Rory's abrupt departure, taking only a flapjack and a book called How to Speak Ireland. If he's anything like people I know with relatives in Ireland, he'll come back with a Father Ted brogue, wittering on about the crack, potato cakes and being all whimsical. No, it was the fact that the village hall is full of wigs made of human hair. Good God. I don't know whether it's the current grey and sultry weather or what, but Ambridge had a definite sense of brooding expectation this week. I am foretelling something grim on the horizon, but it doesn't matter. Alan will still keep smiling through. The end. Oh, that's so good. I would have laughed a bit louder, but um, during that, I realised I'd missed a whole episode this week. Because <laughs> I was going, no, I don't remember that. Or that. I don't remember that. <laughs> So I'm sorry. Horrified laughter going, oh! (laughs) Slightly nervous laughter when you realise you haven't learnt your scene. What have you missed? What did you miss? I just checked. I missed Tuesday's episode. I mean, I don't think it made any difference. I missed the episode that Ben and Rory were in. I missed, like, Rory actually getting his A-levels, but I don't, I genuinely, because when the next thing I knew, um, Jenny Darling was waving him off to Ireland and I was like, okay, fine. She slapped it, Alice. Because I, 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 again, I, did you hear a slapping sound yes. effect? It was. It was quite. It wasn't oh. like a. It was a funny slap. Oh, because I wasn't didn't like hear a, it. It wasn't like a it melodrama. Wasn't like this. Hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's rubbish. Have you just slapped yourself around the face? <laughs> I did. A, I did a. I did an SFX. Was that quite good? Did that sound like a slap? Yes. Oh, what good. were you slapping? I was slap. I was clapping my hand like this. Ah, very good. Thanks. But it didn't sound like that. Oh, no, because I didn't hear anything. It was more muffled. It sounded like she'd hit her hair or something. I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm not I, an expert on slapping uh, noises, thankfully, but yes, it didn't. I didn't it, have my headphones on, you see. I was listening on Alexa, right. with kitchen noise going on. Right. And I did listen twice, but I just didn't hear anything, which is why I thought I Jenny would have heard Jenny, a knife having, on her. Jenny having more of a run up. <laughs> and the, like the sound of footsteps going. I mean, considering. From the other end of the kitchen and then. Uh, like, 
wallop! And then the thud as Alice (laughs) hit the deck. Considering that they do love their sound effects. I know. They're all over the shop with them at the moment. Because I had to actually ask people on Twitter what happened. (laughs) And but because then because I, I thought oh and it was a knife because literally the only thing I could think was she must be holding a kitchen knife because all I had was Alice going oh, you know, yeah. run 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 mum yeah and uh, anyway so yeah that slap was not dramatic enough for my liking it wasn't thanks guys no it guys wasn't. in the box so did you hear Alice saying Rory all the horrible things yes yes so I heard I think I heard the pivotal episodes okay. Which and is why I didn't clock that I'd missed an episode. Yeah. And then there was uh, when he then sort of um, went to Ben. He'd obviously explained to Ben what had happened with Alice. So yeah, Ben didn't got hear quite protective of, of him when Alice turned up to say, again, oh. oh, I'm sorry. And he said, what are you doing here? We don't need you here or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. I didn't hear Alice apologising. Well, it was the usual. But I didn't. And, she, and he said... It was really awful, actually. He said, no, it was good to know the truth. And she said, but that wasn't the truth. I was drunk. I was, you know, Mm. I was talking rubbish. Uh. And he said, well, because, you know, it is very likely there was a big grain of truth in that. Well, also in vino veritas, Mm. you you know, there's always, even if you're, when you're, when you're being a ranting drunk, you Mm. are sort of telling the truth because you're telling the things that you wouldn't tell if you weren't drunk. Yeah, but you are telling it from the perspective of the victim, of a victim, because that's when you're drunk, that's what you are. And and I tried really hard. But that's the thing. If if you're Rory, you're going to think, well, even if that was mostly exaggerated, Mm -hmm. there's a grain of truth in it, as you said. If there's a core of truth, that's enough. Yeah. For it to be bad, and for even me, if he can thing. understand that, of course, yeah. Jenny would hate his mum. Yeah, the fact that anyone could hate his mum is like heartbreaking for him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because actually, I, I, because I missed. Yeah, I, I now I can. I did think it was a bit weird that it went from um, uh, Jenny hardly slapping Alice to then <clears throat> Rory being waved off on a train. <laughs> And also her going, oh, by the way, well done on your A-levels. Because I was like, oh, God, but the A-levels were such a big deal. Yeah. Why haven't they done, an, why didn't they, why didn't we hear him getting them? Yeah. Well, we did. Oh, right, Some okay, of us fine. did, Harriet did, did, uh, did Jenny go with, did Jenny not go with him? No, he, he, st- he left the cottage. He went to stay at Ben's and then Ben drove Aww. him in in the morning. Oh, poor old Roars. I, I did, I felt really yeah. sorry for Roars. Yeah. And I, and I felt really sorry for Jenny. I actually got a bit teary in that sort yeah. of like um, brief encounter moment. Me too. <sighs> when she said, I do love you. I do love you, darling. The fun, the bit she did brilliantly was, I loved, this is, sorry, this isn't very yeah. sympathetic, but I loved um, the scene where she left the voicemail for Alice when Alice had cleared off. Oh, see, I didn't hear that. That was on Friday. Oh my God. That was on, th- that was last night. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> when Alice went missing. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's been a really... Remember, again, just, just for the listeners' benefit, they've probably guessed we're doing another 7am record. <laughs> it's another dawn chorus. Quite that. hard to get my head around the day, <laughs> or let alone the arch. It's Friday. Where do you think you are, Harriet? <laughs> Can you see people you recognise like around you? Still in bed. <laughs> um, sorry, I did hear that when she was going... Darling, where are you? Nobody that. was the. She said, um, so, um, if you. Hello, darling, it's, <laughs> it's mum. Um, if you could, uh, 
I mean, you're not in trouble. And, I, and Brian went, huh. <laughs> 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 I love Brian. He just cannot rein it in, can he? He can't. He's like, of course there's ain't bloody trouble. It's caused tremendous trouble. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. You're not in trouble, darling. And then, so, um, she sort of gave this hysterical little... Yeah, she's... Um, it's most annoying, actually, was this week when I, after that um, train scene, I think I was doing quite a good Jenny impression because yeah, cause she does talk from that sort of breathy top bit doesn't she yeah. and then she has a run another yeah. voice as well yes. but when she's when she's sort of panicking or being yeah. tentative she has that breathy voice yes and, she, and she she's sort of, so posh yeah and there was sort of a half laugh in it where she sort of said so you know you're not in trouble or anything darling so <laughs> if you could just give us something i love i love you <laughs> The last time you saw her, you thumped her in the face. You can't then go, I love you. I I made a flapjack. (laughs) Where does she have to... She's all, oh, bless her. That's that's what's quite endearing about dear Jenny, isn't it? Like, she... um, she does she does she loves her children so much but she's pretty crap isn't she at sort she of is. like dealing with yeah. uh emotions in real life but she's she's always cooking to, yeah. you know like she cooks to show her love yes. doesn't she yeah she's like a tr- she's like a really she's like quite an old fashioned mother i suppose she is she? she's very 1950s, 1950s housewife really yeah. i think and she um the bit where she said to Rory, I think you're the best of us. Mm. You know, I thought, oh. Oh, honestly, I, I found it really yeah. heartbreaking because. I think you know, a lot like, of people found that really moving, actually. I think it struck a chord. Because she a lot loves of him so much. And, yeah. and, I, and I thought she was being really brave, actually. And, and also, she the, the thing is, Rory, of course, Rory should go away anyway, apart from all this. Go and have a bit of a life, you know. Yeah. Go and, yeah. Don't, don't stick around and have to pick up the pieces with Alice. Go mm. and. You know, enjoy yourself, mate. Yeah. Go and do, have the crack. Oh, Jesus. You can imagine, <laughs> can't you? You'll be coming back in a Donegal tweet. He's going to go and have a brilliant time. I hope they do an Archers episode from Ireland. <laughs> I think it's about time. Because it'll be really fun, wouldn't it? If he's got like a mad, mad Auntie Siobhan or someone. That's his mother. And... You can't have a mad oh, Auntie yeah. Siobhan oh, yeah. and a dead mother Okay, Siobhan. Mad Auntie Neve. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> Played by uh, Mrs. Doyle from Father Oh, my Ted. God. It would be it would be good, ah, wouldn't it? Ah, Rory, you'll have another cup of tea. Ah, Rory. Ah, Rory. Ah, Rory. I think um, uh, there was a definite sort of uh, sense of it, uh, Jenny and Brian, both Jenny more so, finally seeing their children for what they are now, rather than mm. in this kind of... Pink glow of we're Aldridge's, we are untouchable sort of yes. thing. It's it's really how the mighty have fallen. Oh my they lost God, the yeah. house. Yeah. They went from being this sort of pivotal social group and the ones that set the class things in in Ambridge to to you know well when when Jenny said to Kirsty, which I always go on about, even your betters. You know, oh yes, of course. So you think, yeah. So now, how are you feeling about that, Jenny? It, yes, I know. But but and to be fair to Jenny, she yeah I think that's the thing she is just accepting it now, mm-hmm. and she has realised that um, she can't control she 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 well not lost control but she has to she can't um, keep everyone on reins can mm. she no exactly like you know with Alice obviously the only thing she can do is just let Alice live her life now yeah yeah however 
destructive it is. I d- she went proper, <laughs> Alice, didn't she? Again, when she was talking to oh, Rory. I hate it. I don't I really know. like I know that. I find it, I know that she probably would be like that if yeah. she's drunk, but it's so sort of like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm just the evil one. Yeah. No. It's a, but it's I just, mean, I'm sure- she's, that whole family is built on not saying things. And what the, yeah. you know, not not addressing the fact that their daughter, their father is a philanderer. Their daughter. Their daughter. Their father. Their father. Father. Father Brian. Is father a, Brian. Is, father Brian. <laughs> is a philandering get. Philandering get. And that their mother should have left him, you know, 30 years ago. And that uh, they all profess to love their parents and at the same time are yoked to them by money. And you wonder how much of that is actually affection and how much of it is financial, you know, uh, reward. Uh, and all, there's so many uns and all the affairs and I know, um, yeah. all that. There's so much unspoken stuff. And the alcohol's just given Alice license to just go, nope, I'm saying it. I'm just, oh, it's just coming yeah. right out. And, and it's be- that voice when she suddenly goes, oh, here we go. Oh, God, when they when they that, had yeah. the, where have you been? Da- What's that yeah. in your bag, darling? Yeah. Oh, this again. Yes, yeah. It's that drawly, yeah. drunken yeah. voice of evil yeah. Alice. Yeah, it's quite annoying though, isn't it? That's, I know it's, I know it's, what else can she do? But it is quite annoying. <laughs> I do sort of rub my hands with glee though when I hear that voice because I think, ooh, ooh, who's she going to, you know, what's she going to reveal this time? Something's it's like, coming. and another thing. And she's just like, here's what I've been storing up for the last 32 years. And right. actually, to be fair to Alice, she probably has, you know, like, all of that stuff will have weighed on her. Yeah. Because she will have gone through Jenny and Brian. Yep. Um, Brian being an absolute um, arse to yeah. Jenny. Even like, because um, he was like barely around anyway this week. But even sort of after, oh, oh, maybe I missed all this. But if I was Brian after that outburst from Alice, you know, I, I would have just, you, you, you would have had to have massively stepped in because Jenny has done an unbelievably... Yeah good job of loving Rory and making him safe and you know yeah yeah well he he kept saying I you know I do I it's not uh, it's that you she was going I'm not trying to make you feel guilty Brian oh okay and uh, and he was saying well you know sort of you should be this is this is my fault this is my thing and you know you're being sort of punished for it and everything okay oh fine okay well good as much as as much as he ever gets that you know that amount of reflection but anyway And when this is all over, darling, we'll go to the Caribbean. Oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> Would you like another kitchen? Yes. I've got three, but there's always room for another. I can have my Tagine Overflow kitchen. <laughs> Maybe a Cluedo conservatory would be nice, Bran. <laughs> I can murder you in it with a bloody poker. Um, that's the twist what, that's uh, coming. This fate thing, do we care who the who the judge is? Is it going to be Judge Rinder or Rinder or whatever he's well, called? Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, because I was trying try to think, like, oh, it has to yeah. be someone legal. Also, why couldn't they have had Usha in it? I know, just noises off. Couldn't they have just even had her on the phone? Because I know she's a busy working actress, but mm. couldn't they have just, or even got, a, you know, another Usha? Put Usha back in it. Yeah. Maybe they just find, you know, I mean, she, yeah, she was a good, I liked her. She was like Ruth's friend, wasn't she? And It's she odd was, because they have, so they have a character allowance every month that, that they're allowed so many characters per month. Is that real we, or is that? No, no, that's up? true. Oh, that is a that real mean, thing. That is a real fact. Well, as in that's the amount they can cast? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
but they put in new like why the hell did we waste 10 minutes getting to know a PE teacher that was oh, then, you know, know. that and was a big mistake Jade and well I suppose Jade was quite good and come um, on buddy <laughs> bring back Jade buddy <laughs> uh, I met a lady on the dog court yesterday and she was calling my dog buddy <laughs> and I instantly disliked her because of that because of Jade oh it was God. awful and I was no, thinking but... that's Harriet's fault <laughs> but, no, but there's there's a um, there's a girl in a cafe I went to the other day and she's like She's like 21, very and very beautiful. And she kept going, is that everything for you, love? And I was uh, like, oh, hang on. I don't think you can call me love because you're quite young. And she was no, like, anything else she, for you, love? But she thinks you're old, Harriet. Oh, well, that maybe that's why I got offended mm. by it. Because I was like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not that much older than you, dear. How old are you? 21. I'm just, I have a few years on you. <laughs> I just found Mind, it quite patronising. <laughs> Mind my walking frame, surely. I think um, it was almost like she was showing off. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh look, and I'm was, playing. I'm playing a working yeah, class confident, waitress. Confident. Yeah, yeah. 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 And she wasn't that. She was no. like, you know, been to Godolphin and Latin. I love. I love the word babe, which is used continually where I live. <laughs> oh, and, is it? Yeah, totally. Everybody says it. Absolutely, everybody. Is that all for you, all right, babe? babe? You got babe. All right. I tell you, babe. I said to him, babe. I said, <laughs> not babe. And it's, it's just everywhere and it's addictive. And my daughter works at the gym around here. And um, she says, I say it all, I love it. She says, I want, she said, I know I can't say it here because you'd, you'd does, kill me. Does she not but... say it when you come through the reception? All right, babe. All right, babe. Do you want a towel with that, babe? <laughs> but... I'm your mother. The noise is off, by the way, our yes. dog who yes. has got a... Got a bit excited. No, he's got, no, a, tennis. He's got a tennis something. ball and he's rolling it for himself up and down the thing and chasing it. <laughs> Would you like me to take him out? No, because you know, because I've way, had just... because I've had a dog this week because I've been dog sitting. I now understand all about dogs. Oh, all about them. Oh, all about them. them. They just play. In fact, I re- I really like them because they are like toddlers, but you don't get no back chat. That's it. That's so... no attitude. No attitude, no tantrums. You know they want to love you all the time, but then they just go. Then they just go to bed. <laughs> yes, oh, they are quite easily resigned to when you say no, I'm yes. not playing. They sort of go. Yeah. Oh, oh they just then, look yeah. at you with adorable eyes, oh, yes. and then sort of go and curl up on a. Anyway, sorry, massively. T- hey, just because yes. I haven't bothered listening to the Archers this week, <laughs> I can't bother <laughs> to talk about it. Um, and uh, yeah. D- it seems to be, again, we've got lots of fill-in storylines about the scarecrows and about... Yeah, sorry, uh, the scarecrows. The, the, whether or not they're going to cancel the fate and the oh, judge and all that without yeah, actually involving judge. many people in it. It's yes. all hearsay stuff, isn't it? Mm, I mean, when that's... Fallon and Harrisburg popped up, I thought, oh, new voices. Oh, exciting. Because I hadn't heard them for so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're always good value. Yeah. But, but then again, like, what happened to Steph McGovern? Oh. What was all that about? I mean, what? <laughs> Because suddenly she wasn't even mentioned. I think they're on a bet to just see, let's see what the most incongruous, you know, name we can get the scriptwriters. Who There's like a 50 quid gift voucher for whoever can get the most incongruous celebrity <laughs> name in that we all go, what the? And then, it, and then we just never hear from it again. But if it is a, a lawyerly person and it's not Judge Rinder, who could it possibly be? I, could, I literally couldn't think of Judge anyone else. John Deed. Who's that? I don't <laughs> Isn't know. that a cartoon character? I've no idea. I don't watch uh, much. So there's lots of um, Judge Ju- Judy. You know, there's like lots of American ones. I don't think we're having Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd be a bit baffled if she appeared on the middle of the art. Hey, girl. <laughs> What's, this What's going on up here? 
Is this scarecrow legal or is it real? <laughs> it has real hair. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Who killed this guy? <laughs> Who killed this girl, girl? <laughs> that would be quite funny. <laughs> yeah, that real hair, that was just all a bit weird. And what was Harris? I thought Harrison was rummaging around in the hair cupboard and then I thought he was going to get done for making an effigy of Alice with hair. I got really confused. But he wasn't. He was litter picking. Yeah, and how much litter was there? <laughs> he came back and said, I'm, Hello, love, I've come back for another bin bag. And I thought, blimey, O'Reilly. I mean, I know there's, I know there's a problem, but... <laughs> what a load of louts. Yeah, in exactly. <laughs> and where are they all? They're all on Helen's... Um... Cul-de-sac, no, they're people they? driving through. <laughs> Just throwing, making oh, right. it very, very clear that nobody in Hambridge would do anything like that. No, they're like that that Mad Men episode where they go for a picnic in the uh, it's obviously in the fifties, and they have their picnic, and then they get up and leave, and they just shake everything off the blanket, like you know, like plastic cups and coke cans, shake it all onto the grass, and then leave. <laughs> because that was before litter picking was bad. I mean, litter, I guess. Before take your litter home, you could just leave it. <laughs> I guess they thought it would just disappear. The litter fairies would come and get it, like the dog poo fairies come and it, take it off the oh, yeah. Christmas trees. Oh, that's another thing about dogs. They do big poos, they don't do they? They do do big poo. You've got a toddler, you can't, you can't. I know, but I'd have to pick up the toddler's poos with my hand. No, that's true. Well, you with do a use a bag, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. God for that. <laughs> okay, I'm not having lunch with you again. <laughs> um... Uh yes, well yes, it was very the the the, the, the village hall full of wigs was very strange because very odd. you wouldn't have in a village hall there isn't really a storeroom <laughs> area is there in any one I've ever been in and uh, you know I I've been to a fair few in my time with the old <laughs> uh, the nice the nice I love that smell of the hot metal of that that water thing that they have they never have just a kettle they always <laughs> yeah. have that big bubbling urn urn thing. And halfway through, someone has to go, oh, sorry, sorry, I must just go and turn the urn off. And then as the village hall slowly starts to fill up with steam and everyone's mascara starts to run because they've left it. Um, and it makes tea. that You only get a oh, special tasting tea oh, that yes. comes out of an urn. I love yes. it. Anyway. Oh, do you? Yes. I might get an urn for the office. That'd be good. <laughs> and all through the podcast, yourself. I'll just sit. We'll just hear a bubbling yeah, sound. Like, <laughs> and then. <laughs> yeah. And then me fighting my way through the choking smoke yeah, to turn yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah, And then you go, ah, oh, 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 tea so hot, hot. Anyway, back to the archers. Um, um, yes, you would not yes. have a store cupboard full of costumes and wigs. We, you just well, so aren't real hair wigs super expensive? Yes, they are. Like, they could just sell those and get a new village hall. Yeah. <laughs> a new village, probably. A new village. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A, a potty little amateur dramatics in a village wouldn't even have real hair wigs. They'd have those Woolworths ones that, that, that look like they'd set fire on them. If you rub two of them together, you'd have a tarring yes. inferno oh, on your hands. Super shiny. Yes. Um, but also, did they have to just have that real wigs cupboard thing just to make just to make the effigy of Alice, because it's radio, more yes. visual? But, I mean, couldn't they have just made it look like Alice with a fake wig? Yes. Well, That's what I didn't really understand. How the hell did Ar- Alice... Alice can't have got into the village hall. <laughs> stole, she's drunk, for God's sake. She's maybe a, She couldn't find we, her keys last time. Do you think we missed the episode where she donated her hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a panto. Goldilocks. And then, uh, they yeah, they resurrected it for the effigy. There is something weird about... 
creating a scarecrow of yourself and leaving Ooh, it about it's, like it. it is yeah there's something about that oh, effigy hang on. thing isn't did there? alice do this make the scarecrow i think she did i don't know oh i just assumed it was the little outs who made it i think it was alice and i think it green? was like a, a, a final oh. gesture of right because oh. i think she's gone into rehab properly now what do you mean uh, what i think hang that's on. where she's gone did i miss another episode <laughs> you know she's left Oh, that's right. I think she's checked herself into proper oh. rehab because we had to get to the point where she wanted to do it herself. Uh, and oh. no one's forced her, no one's made her, no one's done anything mm. and she's just gone away to do it oh, herself. Okay. And okay. that was like her parting thing of, I'm leaving Alice here. Mm. I'm leaving Although Alice I would here. have thought that the final straw would have been an incident with Martha that would have made her do it. Mm. But maybe they couldn't risk I, doing no, something so. I don't think so sinister yeah um mind you uh, we were heading straight into wicker man territory this week so well exactly i mean it was all a bit weird to be honest because it also i've had quite a lot of late nights this week and early mornings (laughs) it's all a bit like some weird dream (laughs) scarecrows (laughs) and a steam train (laughs) and i just literally can't even remember anything else that happened oh yeah and then weird celebrities i have to say if jenny darling had threatened me with six weeks of Going down the oh, river with her and playing tennis with a load of octogenarians at Gay Grables, I'd have been on the first plane to bloody anywhere that would have me. Exactly. And when she was like, oh, darling, I thought we could do some tennis and go boot it. I was like, he's just done his A-levels, yeah. Jenny. Yeah. Let him go to Ibiza. Take him to, Car- <laughs> take him to Carnaby Street and leave him there for a week. Yeah. That's actually what he'd like. Yes. But then I thought how sweet that they have that relationship where yeah. she thought that that's what he would like. And he's so polite. He was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, I'd pretend mummy. Can I go and have a crack in, uh, <laughs> in Ireland? Ireland. Oh, those Irish people, Rory. They don't know how to play tennis. <laughs> and they won't understand you because you have vowels. Um, That's the thing. That's obviously, uh, Jenny obviously does have quite yeah. a um, one-sided view of Ireland. Because <laughs> she's, she's never been. Jenny has a one-sided view of everything and everyone, let's face it. And it's, they're a bit common, aren't they? That's it. <laughs> yes, for everyone who ain't an Aldridge. Uh, shall we do Uncle yeah. Noobs? This is so exciting. What has he got in store for us, Liz? Well, Mr. Newbie is sitting in Newbie Cottage, sitting in his rocking oh my chair. Gosh. He gets an actual cottage? He gets a cottage, yeah. It oh comes with gosh. the role. Whoa. I, I want to be an uncle. Well, it's too late now. You're, you've been auntie. Isn't <laughs> uncle Newbie is sitting in his rocking chair, flicking through his correspondence and a copy of Penthouse from 1982 when women still looked like women. So, I will now play Mr. Noobs. Good morning everybody and welcome to Ask Uncle Newbie. Every week I'll be fielding questions from you, the listener, or from our friends in Ambridge and helping you all to get your lives sorted out. Don't worry, I'm professionally trained. I have an H&D in Hebrew and pottery. First up this week, Dear Uncle Newbie, I am married to an unmitigated pessimist who has cheated on me, has stolen from his employer, lied to me and makes our baby take naps at all times of the day. He is clearly someone to whom I should give another chance, isn't he? Irish Eye Well now, Irish Eye, I get the feeling that you've already made up your mind about this and although there are two sides to every coin, it sounds like your coin is rusty and stuck in the mud at the bottom of a puddle. If you're determined to give him another chance though, look on the bright side. So he cheated on you. That happens. If you can forgive and forget, then you might just be alright. 
It's not like he cheated on you twice, is it? Ha <laughs> ha, that really would be unforgivable. As for stealing from his employer, well, I'm sure he was only doing it to be able to support you. He merely temporarily reallocated a few thousand pounds in order to be able to help you get your new life up and running. You're lucky to have such a thoughtful, generous and sincere partner. Take up a new hobby together. Fruit picking is a fun activity for all the family at this time of year. Have you thought of date nights? I know childcare can be a challenge, but there must be three people you know who for some reason would all come and babysit together. Plan little surprises for your husband. Maybe an unannounced visit to his work to take him out for lunch. If all else fails, get yourselves into the hot tub that you almost certainly have in the garden. Nothing fixes a broken marriage like an hour or two getting wrinkly in a smelly sex pond. Right, that's that cleared up, so on to the next question. Dear Uncle Newby, my husband has always loved my homemade chilli, but recently he's lost interest. He seems to be drawn towards his own lasagna, and in particular sharing this with a fledgling vicar. Any recipe tips, much appreciated. Yours, an anonymous local radio star. Dear anonymous local radio star, you know, it's funny, I've checked the webpage of Radio Borsetshire and all their DJs are either male or single. Are you sure you're a local radio star? I don't mind anonymity, but if I'm going to help you then we need to trust each other, and that means not telling porkies. Nonetheless, I think I can see the problem here. Your husband is undoubtedly attracted to this woman because of her godliness. I'm imagining somebody who lives and breathes the principles of the church. Kind, considerate, self-aware, non-judgmental and always thinking of others. And he's bound to find that desirable. Not to worry though, simply have a chat with the lady in question and mention in passing that he is your husband. Tell her your love is true and that nothing short of a prison sentence will keep the two of you apart. I'm quite sure that no high-principled woman of the cloth such as she would ever consider having an affair with a married man, so that should be the end of the matter. Either that, or you need to make your chilli much, much hotter. Hubby can't play away if he can't get off the loo for more than a few minutes at the time, and that way you can keep an eye on where his bechamel is going. Sorted. This agony uncle thing is a doddle. One more question for the week, and it's from intrepid listener Helen Grady. Dear Uncle Newby, when is the book club due to meet next? It was going so well, but has been a bit quiet recently. Well now, Helen, I've contacted my sources in Ambridge, and they tell me that the book club's progress has been hindered somewhat by the complete and inexplicable disappearance of one Usher Franks. Nobody's seen or heard of her for quite some time now, God knows there are enough Ambridge residents in need of legal services for her to be popping up every week, so the fact that nobody else in the village even mentions her name anymore makes me suspect some terrible, terrible conspiracy. Furthermore, I'm led to believe that Mr Rex Fairbrother has joined the society, so even when it is up and running again they're going to have to wait for him to get through all the Peter and Jane books before they can all read something together again. Right, that's it from me this week, but I'll be back next week with another batch of tantalising teasers and will be doing my very best not to actively exacerbate things. In the meantime, keep your questions coming on Twitter and via email, and as the Germans say, hold your ears stiff. Bye! Bye! Aww. And now we go to Ambridge, where the Grundies are cashing in on the Great Space Race. We've got 
got a good crowd here for this. Not bad at all. Two pound a person, Eddie was taking on the gate, and five pound a car. It's churned up the site of special scientific interest, but there we are. Thanks for helping, Terry. I'd say this was a site of special scientific interest, love. It's not often you get to see a rocket launch. Do you reckon the limo will hold out, upended like that? Long enough for her to get to Mars, anyway. Mrs. Barford, is it? The lady who's going up? Yeah, Christine. She hadn't done anything for a while, so we thought we'd give her a treat, you know. She's been in training, practised holding her breath in the airing cupboard at the laurels, and to simulate G-force, Kira's been pushing her ever so fast on the roundabout in the kiddies' playground. She said it was quite exhilarating once she'd stopped being sick. And Emma's done her a packed lunch, haven't you, love? Yeah, three rounds of corned beef and pickle and a bakewell tart. Dehydrated? Well, it was yesterday, so it'll be a bit dry, yeah. And a thermos. We haven't worried about her, though. Don't seem natural going up that high. Ah, oh, Clary, she'll be fine. It's not like she's going to meet a hostile clanger. She might. You don't know what's up there. Well, Richard Branston and Elon Musk did it, didn't they? Yeah, but they weren't in a converted limo powered by fermenting yoghurt. You said yourself, missus, that it's powerful stuff, that yoghurt. It is. Me and Susan reckon the bacteria all hold hands or something, as if you had a pot when it's on the turn you don't half know about. Last week, Eddie had the leftovers of the rhubarb, and he blew the duvet off the bed. Well, there you go, then. As she seems a capable woman, very popular, judging by the crowd. Yeah, Kenton's getting them all going over there. And the limo looks a treat. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? All that tin foil and the Christmas tinsel smashing. Of course, it's not as comfy as normal as we had to put the seats in the bottom as the seat belts wouldn't hold her upside down and the glitter ball kept swinging about and banging her on the head. But she's got some of Eddie's CDs in there. We've reminded her not to open the windows on the ascent, even if it does get stuffy. I mean, when she's up there, I expect she can do what she likes. How's she going to claim Mars for Grange Farm, then? Well, she's got a flag. It says, right you are, on one side, and a picture of Eddie's cow horn hat on the other. We're hoping to sell off bits, like they do with stars, you know? Oh, look, she's climbing in. She looks a bit worried. Eddie's being firm with her. Is that protective clothing? Oh, yeah. She's got thick socks and a packamack. And Nivea, if she gets near the sun. There she goes, look. Kenton's probably got into the spirit of it, hasn't he? Megaphone, all dressed up like Ziggy Stardust. No, he's not dressed up. That's just what he was wearing for the cash and carry. Now, Eddie's got to rev the limo up like mad to get the yoghurt going. Then get out quick or he'll be going up there with her. Oh, he's signalling for the countdown. directly upwards for the first bit, but I presume she's got her sat-nav on. What's the plan for getting her down, Clary? 
Well, I expect she'll come back down when she's had enough, love. Hopefully it'll be before Thursday as she's supposed to be helping with the labelling for the bringing by. Still not sure why you picked Christine Burford, Claret. There's more high-profile people that could have gone. Local councillors, etc. I know Emma, love, but honestly, anyone gullible enough to buy a Costa Rican race course is a natural to be sent to Mars in a yoghurt-powered limousine, ain't they? be another podcast up next week subscribe to us subscribe subscribe to us on itunes subscribe to us on itunes babe and you'll never miss an episode and if you give us a review we will love you long time <laughs> thanks babe um oh can i just divert and just say you know that picture tom peach sent us yes which i found accidentally oh, emails blooming hell i forgot oh okay yes carry on oh i mean that apple looks amazing oh Amazing. Amazing. It also looks slightly as if it was on fire itself because it was so <laughs> red and glowy. Yeah, that's what's so amazing about it, Lisa. It's just like the light over there is really nice. It did look um, brilliant. If anyone else wants to send swimming pool pics in, because I really like swimming pools. Mm. Yes, yeah. we won't do this or anything <laughs> <sighs> as I stare out at my grey and dripping garden. Um, uh, Jen messaged us. Jen the vet. Hi, Jen. She, oh, no, Jen she's actually Jen. And she said, uh, Ambridge on the Couch has become a weekly treat. I snigger from beginning to end with occasional pauses to laugh out loud. As I listen on headphones going around Tesco or dog walking, I suggest you get T-shirts made with, don't worry, I'm listening to Ambridge on the Couch on it. So listeners like me don't get locked up. Your show should be on prescription. One hour sustained sniggering does everyone the world of good. Mr. Newbie has his work cut out for him as agony uncle for Ambridge, not a task for the faint-hearted. Enjoyed his episode with Lucy. He has such a lovely, kind voice. Do throw him in some nice scraps, please. Keep up the good work. Jen, we will, Jen. Yes. He does have a nice agony uncle-ish voice, actually. He does. Kind and reassuring. Don't fall for the the poor little me business. He rules us with a rod of iron. Yes. And we've, you know, you said last week, is there anybody listening in New Zealand? <gasps> is there? There is. Oh my gosh. Sally Kedge. And she started it. Sally Kedge. Kedge. She Kedge. said, yeah, Kedge. <laughs> Kia orukutu. That means hello to a group in oh, Maori. Wow. wow. You asked if there were any listeners from New Zealand, so I thought I'd better say hello. I should be able to help you with the accent as I'm a Yay. speech language therapist. Oh but my I don't gosh. have a proper Kiwi accent myself oh. as I moved here from the UK nearly 20 years ago. <laughs> She's still going to sound better than us. Yep. Well, most people would. I listen every week to Harrison, sounds more New Zealand than we do. <laughs> I listen every week to Ambush on the Couch and really enjoy the banter. It's like having a chat and giggle with old friends. I love the interactions <laughs> between you all and the mick you take out of all the characters. As if, Sally. <laughs> yes. um, uh, I've been wondering. Even it, sorry. She said, I've been wondering where Usha has been. And then in the episode I heard today, they said something like, oh, yes, of course, Usha. So I hope we'll hear more about her soon and not just her legal opinion on scarecrows. Surely she'd be good to put into the Shula muddles. If Alice does yes. go to stay with Shula, that'll be a test for Shula's vickering ambitions. Mm. If I was closer to the UK, I could lend Uncle Newby some tapes I was given once and probably still have somewhere, which were Archer's archives or something like that. They had episodes from way back when, when Shula and Neil were teenagers. Scary. Oh. 
Then she says, Nagamihi. That means kind regards with an emphasis on gratitude. I am grateful. You three make journeys to work very much more enjoyable. Oh, thanks so much. That is such a nice email. Thank you so Thank you, thank you so much. And thank it's come you. all the way from New Zealand. Oh my where gosh! It is upside oh. down. Oh, amazing. amazing! Oh, it's so lovely to think that. I mean, you know, I'm always flabbergasted that anyone listens. But when they're listening upside down, that's even better. And like at a different time. Yep. Like Harriet, we're always listening at a different. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, and she gave me an idea for something. Oh, I know. Yes. Lucy, why haven't we done the archive episodes? Oh. <laughs> because it would mean a lot of fact-checking. And I'm not no, very good just, at that. No, we just make it up. Okay. Right, I'm going to have a think about that. Okay. Young yes. Neil and young yeah, Sheila. Yeah, ex- exactly. Anyway. Because uh, then they don't even have to sound anything like the characters. Because, you know, like... Because if you listen back to um, someone like Sheila, she probably... Mm probably did signed like this about like 30 years Margaret. ago yes. yes because everybody did on the radio then yeah. didn't they yeah anyway i think um, they introduced a definitely more naturalized style yeah, yeah. because before yeah. you had everybody all the farmers sounded like this <laughs> and then all the you know there was a the few rude mechanicals ones. were like oh, yeah. rah, rah, <laughs> just to sort of prove that they were you know people that knew one end of a baler from the other so yeah <laughs> Oh, um, where did we get to? Oh, we, oh, uh, yes. So if you want to email us, like uh, Sally and Jen did, you can email ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com and you can give us your comments or any questions for Uncle Noobs. We are at on Ambridge on Twitter or you can follow Uncle Newbie on Twitter at Newbie Couch. Actually, Uncle Newbie sounds like it doesn't listen with mother, doesn't it? Let's go over to Uncle Squiggly in his chair. <laughs> What, is, what does Uncle Newbie say to all the boys and girls? <laughs> Rack off! <laughs> Shush! And in the meantime, it's goodbye from all of us. And have a lovely week. Have a lovely week, babe. See you, babe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 